You're listening to another hope-filled podcast from Life. For more information about our church, visit lifenz.org. And I want to talk today about flight paths and holding patterns, which is a really interesting thought because I've spent much of my life on aeroplanes. Previous to COVID-19, I don't know, I think I've done hundreds and hundreds of thousands of kilometres and each year I do between 50 and 100 flights, believe it or not. And so often people say to me, they say, what's it like to be flying around the world and enjoying that? Well, it's good and bad. I mean, uh, it gets you to a destination, but the facts are, if you have somebody sitting either side of you that you don't know and they're not happy people, it's a challenge. Uh, the other thing is the airports are an incredible challenge. You've got to get there early, you've got to line up, you've got to wait and time seems to go forever before you get on the flight to your destination and it's challenging. The truth is that any one of us, if we want a fresh destination, we're going to have to take a flight. We're going to have, a, have to have a flight path, but also we've got to realise with flying to a new destination, there are at times holding patterns. There are times where we go, why do we have to go through this? And it shouldn't quite be like that. But I've decided that it's worth it all. And today we're gonna talk about understanding seasons and how God operates. Everything that He created here on earth operates within seasons. And so He wants us to have big dreams. He wants us to have a destination that's bigger than we could ever imagine to be a part of. But then He says, you realise there is a process. Think about flying for a moment. When you wanna go somewhere, you're gonna decide your destination. If you don't decide your destination, you're not gonna set course to get there. Years ago, a friend of mine said, Paul, you know what? You can actually fly to anywhere you want to in the world. And I knew that my friend at that time had quite a bit more money than me. In fact, we were just on a little salary and I'm thinking, you can't get anywhere. I said, what do you mean you can go anywhere? If you don't have the money, you can't. He said, yes, you can. If you decide your destination, then you'll go without on other things and you'll find a way to get the money that you need to get to that destination. And the more I've thought about it, the more I agree with Him right now. The truth is for all of us that you and I get to choose our destination. Wow. In other words, if it's not happening, I'm talking about life, the way that I really wanna live my life, then I get to choose whether I am clear in my focus. So many Christians, and I use so many a little bit liberally, but are unclear. I wanna encourage you today, decide your destination. If you decide your destination, then you're gonna find a way to make it happen. And maybe this whole season of COVID-19 is a time to go, where do we really want to live? What has God got for us? Not only to decide your destination, but the second thing is to obtain your boarding pass. <laughs> People often have sort of a book filled with prophecies and it's like, I love the fact that you've got God's Word and His promises and you've got some things you wanna do with your life, but you're gonna get a boarding pass with your name on it. And to get a boarding pass, obviously you need a ticket and to get a ticket, you need to pay the price of the ticket. Jesus has paid the price of our salvation. We don't work for our salvation, but for all of us, We've got to determine that, okay, we want to live that kind of life. What's it going to cost me? Because I want a boarding pass. In fact, you go to the airport, you don't have a boarding pass. Today, you can get one online previously. Or you get in the line, you check in, you get your boarding pass. As you go through customs, if you're going international, they want to check your boarding pass. 
They want to make sure it's a valid destination you say you're going to. And then as you leave and get towards the plane, there's another check-in station. They look at your boarding pass. You get onto the plane, they look at your boarding pass to see that your boarding pass aligns to where the plane is going. So I want to encourage you today. Come on, make a decision about what you're going to see God do. There is a flight path for you and then get that boarding pass. Thirdly, realise and accept you have an allocated seat. It's cool. It's like as a Christian, we are reminded through God's Word that God's got a seat for us. It's not like, well, we hope we get there. No, there's an allocated seat. I like getting on the plane early, so I'll go and I'll be sitting down on the plane. And it's amazing if the plane's a little bit empty, how those that fly a lot kind of shift seats pretty quickly before takeoff, even though on the sound system, it says don't move from your seat till after the flight takes off. They shuffle along until somebody comes on late, maybe running in and they go to their seat and you can see the person living in fear. I know I'm not in the right seat, but I want the seat. And they come up, they say, you got my seat, sir. They say, well, really? And they say, look at my boarding pass. And so therefore they're gonna move. But what I wanna encourage you today, you've got an allocated seat in the future. God has got a seat for your life. God has got already things set aside particularly and wholly just for you. And so make sure that you take it, this incredible verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. In fact, in the Message Bible, you'll know the verse. God says, I know, this is a reminder. Today, you may be tuning in because you need to hear that. God says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. You don't see it, nor do you understand it. I've got plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you a future that you hope for. Father in heaven, He is the one that has set a seat for me. When I am confused by the season, I need to remind myself, no, I've got a destination. I've already got the boarding pass. Thanks for your encouragement today, team. I'm enjoying that. It's a bit quiet in the auditorium today. But thanks for that. And, and, and there's an allocated seat. Where I wanna go today is this thought, that's not where it finishes. You've got to realise or understand that there is a takeoff time. <laughs> I found this when it comes to travel, there can be a scheduled time, but often the takeoff time is different to the scheduled time. If you've ever been in the plane and something happens to the plane, you're sitting on the tarmac, you're meant to leave, you know you need to get there, but it's not taking off. Often in earlier years, I'd cut things pretty tight because I was so busy and maybe flying to a, another nation, the US or up into Europe. And I know that one flight connects with another flight and I need that connecting flight so I can arrive and then start the conference. And when I realised we're sitting on the tarmac and it's like, you gotta go guys, because we're gonna miss the connecting flight. And I've often missed the connecting flight because the takeoff time was different to what I had planned. Mm. And I'm worrying about it. That whole trip became a mis misery because it wasn't my takeoff time. I think today some of us seriously find ourselves in a place where we're going, God, I didn't expect this. God, what are you doing? And today I wanna encourage you, there are flight paths, but also there are holding patterns. But it's not the end of the story. It's not where the story finishes. And if we don't understand this thought that there are seasons 
we'll end up confused with God. And the enemy wants us to lower our faith because we didn't understand before that flight paths include holding patterns. If you wanna become a traveller, you've got to accept these holding patterns, the understanding of seasons. Years and years ago, I, I had my life really shift a huge gear when I went to Genesis chapter eight and verse 22. It's after the time where Noah and his family had been on the ark and the earth was literally reset. First thing that Noah does is he builds an altar and sacrifices to the God that got them through. And God smells the sacrifice and God says, this is a soothing aroma in my nostrils. Our sacrifice of obedience, by the way, brings pleasure to our Father's heart. And God responds with a promise, not just to Noah and his family, but for you and for me. And He says, from now on, as long as the earth remains, everything within the earth is subjected to these divine rules. There will be seed time and harvest. I think we've taught on that in the church a lot, that seeds create a harvest. He didn't stop there. He said, there will be cold and heat. Uh, My wife, Marie, she's amazing, but she feels the cold. It can be a warm day. And she says, oh, darling, it's so cold. I think she wants me to put my arms around her. I'm not sure. But we always have a spare jacket because she feels the cold. And I say, well, it's scriptural, darling. Cold and heat, not serious. There will be day and night. There will be summer and there will be winter. Flight paths involve holding paths. So every day there is a night, night, well, the night you can't see what you saw before. The night is when it kind of can feel lonely and you wonder about what you did see. Day and night, cold and heat. Oh, I'm I'm really pumped up for what God said right now. I don't feel it. There's no sense where I know what's happening. So we focus on the seed time and harvest, but do we focus on to every summer there is a winter? To every breakthrough, there's a restriction. And I'm teaching today that everything God created in this world involves four seasons. And everything operates within the constraint of those four seasons. We're gonna understand when our takeoff time, not just what the scheduled time is, but our takeoff time. By the way, you can't take off in autumn. Yeah, but God, I I want a breakthrough right here, right now. No, everything we teach almost in the church is springtime theology. It's like we just want expansion. We want explosion. And and, and God's saying, no, it's not now. Uh, Our human nature is amazing. If you've had kids, you'll know. You go on a trip and we tell them about where we're going. They're all excited within five minutes. Are we there yet? Come on, let's stop at McDonald's, distract them. Are we there yet? Then we grow up, become teenagers, and at teenagers, it's like, I wanna do what I want my way. It's about me and my, and and, and parents are wanting to say, if you go down that course, it's gonna destroy you. It's not time for you to go down that track. Here we are as adults. Like, God, what are you doing? Well, why is this happening? Well, why do I have to go through that? I wanna teach you today that there's autumn seasons. There's winter seasons but there's something bigger than that. Ecclesiastes 3, great chapter to meditate on. Solomon writes and he says, to everything there is a season. (laughs) Well, just the good thing, Solomon, no to everything. 
There is a season, there is a time and a purpose for everything under heaven. There is a time to be born, but you can't live without embracing death. Some of us have suffered the death of loved ones recently and it's so easy to go, well, God, why did that happen? But God says for every life, there is a death. There is a season of living and dying. There's a season of planting. There's a season of plucking up what was planted because there are four seasons. There are no exemptions for this. This happens to all of us. Christianity can often be imbalanced in its theology. We wanna just focus on, as I said, on spring, spring, but we don't wanna talk about autumn, autumn. It's where it all falls apart. And I think all of us would have experienced those things at times where we, we just go, wow, God, what are you doing? Verse six, Solomon goes on. He says, there's a time to gain. We wanna celebrate. We wanna share with everybody when we've got increase coming our way. Then he said, but there's a time to lose. We're in a global climate where things are being lost. There's a time to keep and there's a time to throw away. In other words, not keep hold of it, but pass it on. There's a time to tear and there's a time to sew up that which was torn. There's a time to keep silent. Uh, Marie tells me that a little bit. But there is also a time to speak because balance exists within four seasons, working together. Finishes in verse 10 of Ecclesiastes 3. Solomon says, I have seen the God-given task with which the sons, the daughters of men are to be occupied. Here it is. He has made everything. Oh, I'm getting excited. I couldn't sit down and preach today. It's like, I wanna come into your lounge room. I wanna be in your heart, in your world space. He has made everything beautiful. And it's takeoff time. And maybe today you're going, well, I just can't see the future. You've got a takeoff takeoff time. You've got an allocated seat. You've got a boarding pass. You've got a decision in your heart. If I could put it another way, I would put it like this, that today's value must be balanced by tomorrow's purpose. When I can't see what's happening in my now, I know that Father has got a bigger plan. If it's not happening on my time watch, I know that Father's in control. When I hop on planes, people say, don't you get nervous? I go, I make a decision to trust the pilot. So we're flying and all of a sudden the plane has a rescheduled landing time. And what happened unbeknown to us in the plane, there was a storm ahead and the pilot detoured for a season. I didn't want the detour, I wanted my time. But the pilot wanted to bring us safe. And Father wants us to know that He's got this. (laughs) By the way, divine rhythms are not held by human time. That's why seasons is such an understanding that I pray we'll spend some time just meditating on. It's not my agenda, my life, and it's not my time frame. It's God's purpose that's bigger than mine. If you've been in business you may well have done a time management course or read a book or two on time management. The fact is you can't manage time. You can only manage your response to time. And that's a big thought because if it doesn't happen on my time scale, I often get confused with God and the enemy wants that to happen rather than going, well, it may be autumn. You don't take off in autumn. It's okay if something else is more necessary 
You see, you can't speed up time. And now I'm realising over the kind of 40 age mark, maybe, 50, maybe 60, you can't slow time down. You know, when you're young, you just want everything to speed up. When you get a little bit more mature, you just want everything to slow down. And you may remember this at school. Often a teacher will teach a child how to tell the time. And an exercise often they use is like a paper plate. Hopefully it's a clean one, not with yesterday's sausage and sauce. And uh, for us anyway, they, they drilled a hole in the middle or got us to make a hole in the middle. And then we made two hands out of, say, some cardboard, painted it up, and it had a little spinning mechanism. And then we would write uh, 12 on the top, six on the bottom, three on the right, nine on the left, and then fill it in. It wasn't sort of all perfectly spaced. But then the teacher would say, okay, how would you tell three o'clock? And so we would learn how to put the small hand at three and the big hand at 12. And she or he would teach us how to tell the time. I think learning to tell the time is really important, but to know what time it is, is one thing. Here's my thought. To know what season we are in is a completely other. And right now, I would say that there are three seasons you need to be aware of. There needs to be natural seasons. If you're in Canada, we have some family in Vancouver. Seasons are very easy to tell because in summer, it can get up to 40 degrees Celsius. Winter can get as low as minus 20. So you know winter from summer easily. Here in New Zealand, not always that hard, easy to tell, but there are indicators of seasons. So there are natural seasons. There are global seasons. There is no doubt, globally, we are in a time of autumn. There's a time where things have shifted dramatically and heading into a winter season. When you understand that, that frees you up not to react. But you know, there's not just natural and global, there's personal seasons. And I think it's a, it's a great encouragement over the next few weeks, we're gonna be talking about understanding seasons is to recognise personally what season are we in? Because your season and my season personally can be very different. So to understand seasons is so important. You might say, well, how do seasons come about? Even natural seasons, if you do a little bit of study, you realise that the earth removes, uh, moves rather around the sun but the earth is tilted on an axis from the vertical. It's something like 23.5 degrees. And as it moves around, it is according or determined by the proximity of the sunlight determines the rainfall and the seasons. So God has designed the earth to go through a cycle of seasons and it's the sunlight and the heat that impacts upon the length of the day, upon how much rainfall by and large and the temperature of the season. If God's designed our world like that, He's designed you and I to go through that. And we're gonna be looking at autumn. I'll touch on that today on winter, on spring and summer. And I believe that all seasons have a very clear mandate. For me, autumn is about a time that God wants resetting to take place. It's kind of like everything begins to change and needs resetting. Winter is about a time of replenishment. It's where everything stops and we go deeper. Find new sources of replenishment. Spring, we love spring. We, as I said, have a theology of spring. It's about expansion. Buds are everywhere and it's like, wow, everything's exciting. Then comes to summer, which is still exciting because it's, it's an enjoyment season. It's not just enjoyment, by the way, if you read your Bible, it's a preparation season where you prepare for the impending autumn 
winter, spring and summer. So we get confused when autumn hits. And yet God says, no, understand, it's time to reset. Modern culture, as we're discussing wants, especially Christian culture, wants everything to be spring. But today I'm talking to you, it's, it's kind of like even in the church, I feel as a father in the faith that sometimes all we want is expansion all the time. It's kind of like people say to me, well, you know, I'm teaching my staff all the time about we need to expand, we need to expand. I go, I think we need to be healthy. <laughs> you don't expand in autumn, you reduce. But you're getting ready for expansion into the future. So live your seasons well. Well, no, we should always be winning. No, we shouldn't, we're human. If you're in church, I'll say, turn to the person next to you. Now turn, no, better not do it with your spouse. But uh, we need to always be winning. No, we all should be learning. You're gonna learn through failing as much as you do through succeeding. Just be a learner. Yeah, but we should always be in control, shouldn't we? No, you're human. You're looking at a pastor who's not in control, but we should be trusting. Trusting the pilot that there's a flight path, even if we find ourselves in a holding pattern. So the thought of autumn and uh, resetting, don't, don't forget in autumn that that doesn't take nature by surprise. It's just like, wow. It's not like, what am I losing? It's like, look at the change of the colour on the leaves. Yeah, but they might all drop off. They will all drop off, but let's just enjoy. This is the resetting season. There are things that the Creator of the world has ordained and, and we've got to change the way we see autumn. Don't allow fear from COVID-19. Don't allow fear, even if you've lost your job, even right now, as I said, I've got to stand up to preach this because I'm coming into your lounge room and I'm saying to you right here, right now, it is not the end of the story. Yeah, but, but, but the plane's not taking off. It's not even needing to take off right now. God wants to reset, wants to take you beyond where you've been before into a time of greatness. There's a time to be born and there's a time to die. And I pray that we'll have real Christians that will live a real life with their families and say, you know what? Walking one step back to be able to go two steps forward is a positive step. It's a time to be born, time to, time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. Yeah, but I lost all this stuff. Well, maybe it's time that it needed to go. To get you ready, you can only put so much in your garden. If you want a healthy future, know there's the old stuff that has to go so that the new plans of God can take you to new levels. Donald Miller said this, most trees lose their leaves and yet not one of them is worried. Let me put it this way, every Christian will have autumn seasons. Why are you worried? It's not that we never worry. I worry at times, but I pick myself up years into my Christian walk. I expect autumn, celebrate autumn. See what needs to be reset in my life so that I can take hold of the winter where I can be replenished and then build again. Yeah, but winds are blowing everywhere. That's what autumn brings. Yeah, but that unexpected. I thought if God was for me, the winds would be behind me. I thought that for years. God called me to it. His winds would just blow me towards the purposes of God, only to realise at times headwinds came. I was like, well, God, we've been in five years here at life where God's called us to things that are just crazy. We've seen absolute miracles, the wind of God behind us, and then all of a sudden, 
The wind's in front of us. Impossibility surface that we never imagined if God was in it. But you know what? Autumn's get rid of the stuff that needs to be get, got rid of. This is what winds do. When the winds are in your face and you feel like that today, it's blowing the leaves that need to go out of the way so that you can replenish in who you're meant to be in the winter season. And I look at autumn now and when people ring up terrified, globally people, some are just spinning. It's like, it's okay, it's just another autumn season. God's getting rid of the things. and Yeah, we didn't expect it, but really we should expect it because everything that God creates here on earth has season. Let me just bring a couple of thoughts about autumn and resetting. In autumn, if you're perceptive and you understand seasons, it's the place where we discover that loss is not the end. If trees could talk, you say, how do you feel? You look so different now. You look so bare. Everything seems to be gone except just the life itself. What does the tree say? It's not the end. I was here last year and I was here the year before. I've been through this and I've been through that, but it's not the end of the story. Yeah, but some, someone died and talking to Karen Rogers, Maurice, staying close with Karen and lost Pastor Cy Rogers to cancer. And all of us were believing Karen more than any right up until he passed. Talk to her now and there's grief and she's lost her life partner. But you know what comes out of it all? It's not the end. This is Karen. It's not the end. We know where Cy is at. He, he's at the destination. <laughs> We're still on the plane. So therefore I'm deciding to know that God knows best. God doesn't create evil. You know, people say, well, God took him. No, God received him. God doesn't create death. Death is a result of life. There is an enemy at play. And so I just want to encourage you today and other people that have lost loved ones recently close to us, it's like there is pain and we should grieve. But loss, when we understand it, is not the end of the story. God's got that. Jesus was in the garden. Okay, Father, I'll do what you want. Want me to go to planet Earth? Which one's that again? Look at the solar systems. He knew which one it was because there are people here. You want me to go down and bring the answer? Yeah, you'll be with me. Yeah. Until he got to the garden. Every one of his supporters here on earth were neither there or were sleeping. And he was in Gethsemane feeling very alone. But he knew that loss was not the end of the story. Today, God's saying to some of us, you've allowed loss to capture your heart. Don't stop, don't park there. Autumn is a time of resetting. Secondly, it helps us to determine to reposition our priorities. See, Some of the things that happen in summer is we get enamoured with everything that's happening around us. We have all these add-ons and God says, yeah, I wanna be the centre. I desire to be your priority when I'm the centre of your stage, when I'm the centre of your life, I'm the foundation to your future. There's a guy who was a full believer. He took the law and he lived it to the max. But when he met Jesus, he thought, I, I don't just want a belief, I want what you have. 
There's a sparkle in your eye. There's something different. Jesus said, well, you need to live my commandments. He says, I've done all of that. I'm living them. Then Jesus said to him in Luke 18, there's still one thing that you have not done. You haven't sold all of your earthly possessions so that you would have treasure in heaven and you haven't come and followed me. Jesus wasn't saying that money was bad. He was saying your security has become money. We're all human. I think COVID-19 for many Christians, it's like your business has become your security. Your batch has become your security, your financial position, job security. I want to be that security. I'm not an add-on, I'm number one. And when you make me number one, my presence lifts you through each season. It takes you beyond where you are. Would you come follow me? Would you reset your priority? And then thirdly, autumn, the season of resetting is where we get to discover that challenges precede growth. I love the ministry of older calls. I love people praying for us. I love the prophetic where we receive the now Word of God. But what I didn't realise for years is you can have the destination clear. You can even have the boarding pass, know that there's a secured seat, but there will be challenges. There will be headwinds. And it's in those challenges that the character within us is developed. You see, God, He desires to be the authority and demands our reliance on Him. Not just when we need it. It's like, God, I wanna follow you. Come, follow me. Not like, God, where are you? You're not following me. It's come, follow me. Barbara Angelis says this about life. The moment in between where you once were and who you are now becoming is where the dance of life really happens. We're all in the in-between. God's got more for you. God's got more for me. God's got more for the church. And I've learned that it's not always easy. Stephen Furtick, met him a couple of times, incredible communicator with a great church called Elevation in America. Said this, resistance leads to revelation. It's when you're in the headwinds that you dig deeper. And this is autumn, it's a time where we need to reset and say, well, what do I really believe? Talk about holding patterns. Just be a researcher in history. Nelson Mandela, incredible life, incredible story, incredible faith. Grew up as a black boy, black boy in South Africa, but saw a nation that was divided. There was no equality amongst the whites and the blacks. Spent his life believing for a united front thrown into a prison for 27 years in a holding pattern. It's like he's in prison for 27 years. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? No, 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 put yourself there. 27 years, a promise in his heart. 27 years, a dream, a timeline. Another year rolls by. It's like, God, where are you? I, I don't know. But his belief was not to give up. His belief was this nation can become one. Today, South Africa, thanks God. For a guy who stayed the course in the holding pattern. Jesus was in a holding pattern for 30 years. Moses, holding pattern for 40 years. 
from when he killed the slave to when he was used to bring the deliverance of Israel. It's kind of like autumns are times where God teaches us those challenges, give us the strength for the future. I wonder today, do you have a destination that you've determined God's gonna take you and your family to? Have you got a boarding pass with your name on it? And you're saying, God, whatever this takes, I'm not giving up in the eye of the storm. I'm gonna carry this boarding pass wherever I go. So when the challenges come, I've got a boarding pass. Are you sitting in the seat? Or do you feel disqualified? The enemy wants you to feel like that. No, God's got a seat already set aside. Nobody else can take it but you. And then also realise that the takeoff time, your flight time, God has got it in His hands. You know, we trust the pilot, don't we? God I'm talking about with our eternity. But do we trust Him with our journey? We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Life. If you have questions or want to contact someone about this message, visit lifenz.org.